48K News. It's 11 o'clock. I'm Robert Kemp. Tonight's headlines. Carrie Lam rules out holding district council by-elections amid exodus of councillors. Health authorities have put two residential buildings in Taikushing and Wan Chai under lockdown. And the billionaire Amazon founder Jeff Bezos makes a successful suborbital space flight. Chief Executive Carrie Lam has admitted that district councils are no longer fully functional and representative after more than 200 members resigned, but says it's impossible to hold by-elections in the near future to fill the vacant seats. Wendy Wong reports. Some district councils have been left with only three members after an exodus of councillors this month amid rumours the government will seek financial compensation for many councillors disqualified under new oath-taking requirements. Speaking to reporters ahead of the weekly Executive Council meeting, Carrie Lam said the government will be busy in the coming months organising the election committee's subsectary elections, the legislative council polls and the CE race. We do not feel there is um, sufficient room and time for another set of uh, by-election, especially of this magnitude because of the number of seats involved. I could say that it would be almost impossible for us to mount a by-election of any district council uh, vacancies between now and the end of this term. That is the government's term, that between now and June. Mrs Lam said she didn't know whether district council by-elections would take place after a new government is inaugurated in July next year. She added that the government has asked area committees and district officers under the Home Affairs Department to help handle community issues in the meantime. Authorities have found the body of a man who is believed to have been washed away by floods while hiking in Mount San this morning. At the time, the strong wind signal number three was in force. Health authorities have put two residential buildings in Taikusheng and Wan Chai under lockdown after they detected one confirmed and two preliminary positive COVID cases involving people returning from overseas to carry the more contagious L452R strain, including the confirmed case in Wan Chai. Natalie Cheng reports. The Centre for Health Protection says the compulsory testing lockdowns cover residents of Tengkong Mansion in Taiku and Lian Court in Wan Chai. Officials say the Taiku cases involve a 13-year-old girl and her 11-year-old brother, who arrived from Saudi Arabia last Friday. They are exempt from hotel quarantine and self-isolated. The airport COVID tests were negative, but deep throat saliva samples submitted a few days later came back positive. The Wan Chai case involves a 39-year-old man who returned from France on Sunday. Officials believe all three were infected overseas. Earlier, the CHP recorded seven imported COVID cases. Hong Kong says the condition for a travel bubble between the SAR and Singapore cannot be met for the time being, given the recent surge of COVID cases in the city-state. In a statement, the SAR government said both sides had agreed to conduct a review of the plan next month. The richest person on Earth, Jeff Bezos, has blasted into space. The Amazon founder and three crew members lifted off from the Texan desert on board a rocket developed by his firm Blue Origin. They returned safely after a flight lasting barely 10 minutes. Welcome back to Earth, first step. Congratulations to all of you. To all of you. We're so grateful to everybody who made this possible. Thank you. Blue Control, Oliver, thank you so much for everyone there. It was amazing. It was amazing. The craft travelled at nearly three times the speed of sound, reaching a height of nearly 100 kilometres before landing back on Earth using parachutes. BBC Sophie Long reports. 
They have been up to what's known as the Kármán line. It's been a successful flight. They went 62 miles above the Earth's surface. That's the internationally recognized boundary with space. There were huge whoops and cheers. And four new astronauts, Jeff Bezos, the richest man on Earth, his brother Mark, 82-year-old Wally Funk, and 18-year-old Oliver Damon, the youngest and oldest people ever to travel to space. More coronavirus lockdown measures are being imposed in Australia. In total, more than 14 million Australians are under orders to stay at home, more than half the population. Australian health authorities are also urging Muslims to avoid mixing with, with, with other households during the Eid religious holiday. BBC's Phil Mercer reports from Sydney. More than a quarter of a million Muslims in the Sydney region will be confined to their own homes under strict COVID-19 measures as the Eid festival begins. Community leaders are asking extended families to sacrifice their traditional social gatherings for the greater good. Mosques will deliver services online as the authorities in three states struggle to contain rising numbers of Delta variant infections. You're tuned to RTHK. The time is five minutes past eleven. Prosecution the trial of national security suspect Tong Ying Kit says what the defendant did amounted to inciting others to commit secession. But the defence argued that the slogan, Liberate Hong Kong, Revolution of Our Times, was not capable of inciting others to commit secession because the words were too vague. Jimmy Choi has more. Towards the end of the trial, Justice Ang Fia Pang, one of the three High Court judges presiding over the case, asked defence lawyer Clive Grossman to clarify the position about the slogan. Justice Pang asked the lawyer when taking the slogan as a whole whether it was capable of inciting others to commit secession. Mr. Grossman said the words of the slogan were so fake they would not be capable of inciting others to commit secession. In his closing speech, the senior counsel also told the court that their expert witnesses, Professors Francis Lee and Eliza Lee, had concluded that there were multiple interpretations as to the meaning of the slogan. He said the interpretation offered by prosecution witness historian Lao Chi Pang that the slogan meant overthrowing the regime was just one of many interpretations. Acting Deputy Director of Prosecutions Anthony Chow, meanwhile, said the defendant had clearly intended to incite others to commit secession by flying the protest slogan while driving from Kowloon to Wan Chai, where he was greeted with cheers by some onlookers. He said by driving his motorbike past four police checklines in Wan Chai despite repeated warnings, including pepper shots fired by the police, the defendant had committed terrorism and caused serious violence against police officers, leading to injuries to three of them. The court will hand out its verdict next Tuesday afternoon. Chief executive says she would still face legal consequences if she carried out criminal acts. But when it comes to matters involving integrity, Carrie Lam says she can't be subject to legislation applied to other public officers. CE has said in the past that she transcends the executive, legislature and judiciary branches. Maggie Hill reports. When she ran for CE in 2017, Mrs Lam made an election pledge to amend the Prevention of Bribery Ordinance, which prohibits public offices from soliciting or accepting advantages to include the chief executive as well. But she now says she will not make the legal changes after all, because it would undermine the chief executive's constitutional status and pose a national security risk. Speaking before the weekly Executive Council meeting, Mrs. Lam reassured the public that the CE would still be held accountable under other laws. If the chief executive commits offences under existing ordinances, especially criminal acts, 
uh, he or she will be held accountable and um, uh, face the legal consequences. But on an issue which deals with um, the sort of uh, the integrity uh, of the chief executive, I think it will be against the constitutional position to subject him or her to the local legislation which is supposed to be applied to the other uh, public offices. Mrs. Lam also said she came to realize after the social unrest of 2019 that amending bribery laws to cover the CE would undermine national security. Prior to the, um, the, the riots and all this uh, anti-government, anti-China acts in Hong Kong, I think very few people within and outside of the government would realize that Hong Kong uh, was facing such um, national security risks. Uh, we would not appreciate that it was so very important to make sure that Hong Kong has to be governed by people who are patriotic, who are accountable to the central government in order to uh, keep our country safe. So having learned this uh, very deeply, and as far as myself is concerned, very painfully, I have to stand very firm on important principles of constitution. So this is one of those issues that I will have to take a very firm stance. Mrs. Lam noted that Beijing official Xia Baolong made similar comments last week when he said Hong Kong in general has learned a lesson since 2019. Chief Executive Carrie Lam has dismissed the idea that the popularity of a local TV drama involving a gay romance suggests a growing acceptance of homosexuality in Hong Kong, saying the issue is still very, very controversial. Maggie Ho again. View TV's Osan's Love, which portrays a love triangle between three men, has proved to be a big hit with viewers. Carrie Lam was asked by reporters whether the show's popularity indicates Hong Kongers increasingly accept same-sex relationships and that there could be time for legislation to outlaw discrimination on the basis of sexual orientation. But the CE said there is still no consensus on the issue of gay rights in Hong Kong. Hong Kong is a rather pluralistic society. We should not discriminate against people with these sexual orientations or make evil comments about them. But we have to understand that Hong Kong society does not have a consensus on giving them any legal status or further rights. This is still a very, very controversial issue. Mrs. Lam said she had never seen the VIEW TV show, but could instead recommend people watch The Glory of Youth. The prime time drama being shown on RTHK is about mainland soldiers in a PLA's rocket force. Mrs. Lam said she encourages everyone to watch it. Osan's love, meanwhile, has drawn criticism from pro-Beijing lawmaker Junius Ho, who claims it promotes homosexuality and therefore breaches China's three-child policy, as well as Hong Kong's national security law. One of the co-founders of Occupy Central, Chang Ban, will be teaching in Taiwan in the coming year. Here's Damon Pang. The former Chinese university sociology academic says he'll serve as a visiting scholar at a university in Taipei. He says he'll be teaching social movements and contemporary China. I'm a sensitive person teaching sensitive topics, but I've always taught these matters in the past, he said on a commercial radio program. I never talk about my views during lectures. I try to provide an analysis on how movements happen as a sociologist, and I don't promote my own political ideologies, Mr Chen said, saying he hopes to return to Hong Kong after one year. 
He said he accepted the invitation to teach in Taiwan while he was still serving jail time for his role in the Occupy movement. He was convicted in 2019 and sentenced to 16 months in prison for inciting others to take part in the 2014 movement. RTHK staff have been banned from using what are described as inappropriate terms such as Taiwan's president or Taiwan government in all radio, television and online output to comply with the One China principle. Wendy Wong has the details. In a circular disseminated to all staff, management said as Hong Kong's public service broadcaster as well as the government department, RTHK must strictly abide by the principle and exercise a high degree of caution in the use of terminology in relation to Taiwan. According to the circular, inappropriate terminology such as country, Republic of China and ROC must not be used when referring to Taiwan. And under no circumstances should Taiwan be referred to as a sovereign state or perceived as one. Also, the most senior leader of Taiwan should be referred to as Taiwan leader rather than Taiwan president, and Taiwan authority should be used rather than Taiwan government. The circular said such examples are not exhaustive, and RTHK should carefully standardize the use of all terms related to Taiwan. Responding to the circular, an RTHK spokesman reiterated that as a public service broadcaster and a government department, its programs and any information it releases must strictly abide by the One China principle. He added that the station would continue to adhere to his charter, fulfill its responsibility as a public service broadcaster, and maintain the highest journalism standards. Prosecutors have asked the district court to assign a designated judge under the national security law to hear a case against internet radio host Edmund Wan, who has been charged with seditious intent. Timmy Song reports. Edmund Wan, better known as DJ Giggs, is accused of acting with seditious intention during online programs he hosted between August and October last year, as well as money laundering. His assistant, Alice Lee, also faces charges of money laundering. Although the alleged sedition offence is not part of the national security law, prosecutors told the district court that it still falls under the scope of endangering national security. Lawyers for the defence said they needed time to seek instruction from their clients regarding the request and would notify the court in the next 14 days if they opposed the move. They also told the court that the two defendants are not yet ready to enter a plea as they were still applying for legal aid and needed to go over 16 boxes of evidence. Judge Amanda Woodcock adjourned the next hearing to October 12. Mr. Wan was remanded back to custody while Ms. Lee was granted bail. And a reminder of our top stories tonight. Chief Executive Carrie Lam rules out holding district council by-elections amid an exodus of councillors. Health authorities have put two residential buildings in Taikushing and Wan Chai under lockdown, and the billionaire Amazon founder Jeff Bezos makes a successful suborbital spaceflight. And that's the news from RTHK. RTHK Radio 3 
Dubai, Benny Anderson and Beyond all this. They wrote most of the songs for ABBA, of course, including this one, Eagle, which was the longest ABBA song ever released, rolling in at around 5 minutes 51 seconds. Of course, we won't play all of that. I'm sure you've got better things to listen to. But a great track. And according to the book, The Story of ABBA, uh, 